This is our devotional commentary for 1 Samuel chapter 18. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. As soon as he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day and would not let him return to his father's house. Then Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was on him and gave it to David and his armor and even his sword and his bow and his belt. And David went out and was successful wherever Saul sent him so that Saul set him over the men of war. And this was good in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. As they were coming home, when David returned from striking down the Philistine, the women came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourines, with songs of joy, and with musical instruments. And the women sang to one another as they celebrated, Saul has struck down his thousands, and David his ten thousands. And Saul was very angry, and this saying displeased him. He said, They have ascribed to David ten thousands, and to me they have ascribed thousands, and what more can he have but the kingdom? Saul eyed David from that day on. The next day, a harmful spirit from God rushed upon Saul, and he raved within his house while David was playing the lyre, as he did day by day. Saul had his spear in his hand, Saul hurled the spear, for he thought, I will pin David to the wall. But David evaded him twice. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him, but had departed from Saul. So Saul removed him from his presence and made him a commander of a thousand. And he went out and came in before the people. And David had success in all his undertakings, for the Lord was with him. When Saul saw that he had great success, he stood in fearful awe of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David, for he went out and came in before them. Then Saul said to David, Here is my elder daughter Merib. I will give her to you for a wife. Only be valiant for me and fight the Lord's battles. For Saul thought, Let not my hand be against him, but let the hand of the Philistines be against him. And David said to Saul, Who am I? And who are my relatives, my father's clan in Israel, that I should be son-in-law to the king? But at the time when Merib, Saul's daughter, should have been given to David, he was given to Adria, the Meholathite, for a wife. Now Saul's daughter Michael loved David, and they told Saul, and, and the thing pleased him. Saul thought, Let me give her to him, that she may be a snare for him, and that the hand of the Philistines may be against him. Therefore Saul said to David a second time, You shall now be my son-in-law. And Saul commanded his servants, Speak to David in private, and say, Behold, the king has delight in you, and all his servants love you. Now then, become the king's son-in-law. And Saul's servants spoke those words in the ears of David. And David said, 
Does it seem to you a little thing to become the king's son-in-law? Since I am a poor man and have no reputation. And the servants of Saul told him, Thus and so did David speak. Then Saul said, Thus you shall say to David, The king desires no bride price, except a hundred foreskins of the Philistines, that he may be avenged of the king's enemies. Now Saul thought to make David fall by the hand of the Philistines. And when his servants told David these words, it pleased David well to be the king's son-in-law. Before the time had expired, David arose and went along with his men and killed two hundred of the Philistines, and David brought their foreskins, which were given in full number to the king, that he might become the king's son-in-law. And Saul gave him his daughter Michael for a wife. But when Saul saw and knew that the Lord was with David and that Michael, Saul's daughter, loved him, Saul was even more afraid of David. So Saul was David's enemy continually. Then the commanders of the Philistines came out to battle, and as often as they came out, David had more success than all the servants of Saul, so that his name was highly esteemed. We love you, Conrad. Oh, yes, we do. We love you, Conrad, and we'll be true. We hate you, Conrad. Oh, yes, we do. We don't hate anyone as much as you. Well, if you've seen the musical Bye Bye Birdie, those lyrics, that melody, it may sound familiar. For some reason, they came to my mind in reading 1 Samuel 18. Everybody loves David in this chapter. Jonathan loves David. Michael loves David. The king's servants love David. The women in town are singing his praises above anyone else. All Israel and Judah love David. But there is one exception. Saul does not love David. He is angry about David, envious of David, and afraid of David. He hates David enough to repeatedly plot his death. Yet David seems unaware of his danger. True, he had to swivel twice to avoid Saul's flying spear. But the king was moody after all. He had issues. He had bad days. But it's not likely David recognized the murderous designs, especially since the king kept offering his daughters to him in marriage. For some reason, Saul reneged on the offer of his older daughter, but he was delighted to hear that Michael, his younger daughter, was attracted to David. What Saul really wanted here was a dead son-in-law. But he also wanted to be spared the messy part. So he figures if David fights the Philistines long enough, sooner or later, the law of averages says he's going to fall. Confident that David won't be able to succeed, he sets a goal for him of 100 Philistine foreskins. David may not have been able to afford the bridal price for a princess, but all he needs to do is knock off 100 enemy men, and he can marry Michael. Turns out Saul underestimated David, who promptly returns with 200 of the gruesome tokens and walks off with Michael. 
The Lord's favor is clearly upon David. Saul's own son sees it. Jonathan strips himself of his robe and gives it to his new best friend, along with his armor and sword. This was significant. Jonathan was renouncing his position as crown prince, transferring the right of succession to David. Saul acts in malice, but he will not hinder the Lord's sovereign purposes for David to reign as king. Though Saul hated David, God loved him much more. The Lord quietly protects all his servants, even from unseen dangers that are completely unknown to them. Meditate on this truth and praise his name. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.